Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey everybody, press pause. 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 And go to iTunes and leave a review for Trust and Believe. That is with a please because you know, I'm really on a path to really try and help people trust and believe in who they are. And it all stemmed from my own personal struggles. So, go leave a review, tell your friends. You know, maybe it's not something you need to listen to every day, but every week. So, please leave a review. Let's get the word out about trust and believe so people can trust and believe in who they are. And now, Shanti's Trust and believe it's not just about uh like isis it's not about a guy being really religious it's not just about gun control um and it's also not just about homophobia this guy you know all indicators show that he probably himself was was homosexual he probably was a closeted gay man who grew up in a very repressive home and grew up and you know look it's not just a Muslim community a lot of religious and other kinds of communities over the years have had issues about accepting especially in their own families children who um, are gay you know you have people who want to pray away the gay they want to beat away the gay and so I have a feeling that this guy um, not only experienced that in his home but he also had some like he had some issues and we're back in five four three two one If we can just inspire ourselves and inspire other people to believe in themselves, the ads that you have will become secondary and the life that you live will become number one. You have helped fitness become a lifestyle. lifestyle. You have the power and you, you, you can do it. Do it. Come on, y'all! This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. You guys are in for a real treat today. You would become a fly on the wall in my house because I wanted to do something special for you guys as fans, you guys as fitness enthusiasts, you guys as nutrition enthusiasts, and relationship enthusiasts, if you will. So I recorded some conversations um, with Scott, but the kick here is, or the twist here is, he had no idea that I was filming him in the first two conversations. And then in the last conversation, I let him in on my little secret and what I was doing. But more importantly, I think you will really enjoy this. We talk about everything from 
relationships and working out, relationships and nutrition. And then, you know, we end out this month that we celebrate for Pride Month with just, you know, seeing two people in a relationship and how we motivate each other and how we inspire each other and how we help each other trust and believe. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this. I think you're going to love it. It's very fun. And I learned a lot about myself. Hmm. I wonder what that was. Get ready to trust and believe. I have a question for you. Do you like working out by yourself more or would you rather do you more enjoy working out with me? Yeah. Not like not like with like a group of people. Like not like if you know Darren and Danielle are here. Like I'm talking about like strictly as like a couple. Like would do you rather work out with me or you like I like working out by myself? I like I prefer working out with you. Why? Because mm, I get not only motivated to work out because someone's holding me accountable to show up in a time, a specific time. I find working out with people is more fun than by myself. Um, so, but maybe it could be the, the person, but like I would prefer working out with you over anyone. But I would work out with other people um, because I get, it doesn't seem as bad. With you, I get motivated. But, but why? Why do I get motivated? Why do you get motivated? Like you said, you like, because but why me? You, because um, we're in it together. Like, we are married, we are a team, we help each other through thick and thin. You got my back, I got your back. So I feel a connection of, like, if there's a time when you're not, if you feel like, if it looks like you're struggling or you say you're struggling, I'm like, you got this, babe. It's like, we can do this together. Like, we can get through this. Um, so it's, I think it's more, my impression is that I would choose you over anyone because you're the person that I love and that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And that folds into the team aspect of doing it and then also wanting you to be healthy and me to be healthy and um, it's more fun to do it with because it's more fun to do it with you or other people. Like that's what I was going to say. Do you, that's, so in general, do you like working out with other people more than you like working out by yourself? Meaning, I know you rather work out with me, <clears throat> but do you like working out with other people more, or would you rather work out by yourself more? I think I probably would maybe a more percentage of time work out with other people than by myself. And purely because there are times when I wish I, I just want to work out with myself. Because I'm like, I want to get this done and whatever. And I don't have to worry about other people and attitudes and, you know, the extracurricular stuff. Attitude. Um, uh, but then there are other times when I need, I want some motivation to press play. Because if I don't have that motivation, I'll sit around and stretch for 30 minutes. And then, like today, I was thinking, 
I'll I'll start I'll start my workout when he starts his massage, so that when he's done, I'll be done. And if he wants to go to lunch afterwards, but you didn't work out. I didn't because I was I twelve noon came by and I was like oh, I'll just do another five minutes. I'll just do another five minutes. And then so you procrastinated. I did. Anyway, why you ask the question? Um, for a couple of reasons. I just wanted to know like what people. Because people ask me questions all the time in events and stuff like, I want to get my spouse to work out. And I'm always like, I mean, I know why. You know what I'm saying? Of course you want your spouse to be healthy and, you know, you want them to, I guess, feel more attractive or be more attractive. But I'm always like, I always wonder why it's such a big thing. Because I personally, like, I, I wouldn't care if you didn't work out or not. And I don't know if that's just because, like, I'm a fitness person. Like, <laughs> a fitness person. Because fitness is my job, per se, that I'm just like, if you don't want to work out, don't work out. Now, that's not to say I want you to be healthy. When I say work out, I mean, like, be an avid workout person that works out every day. Because not everybody needs to or wants to. And some people want to work out two days a week, or they might want to play sports. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it is what it is. But I always find it interesting because I'm just like, what if somebody was just interested in um, like reading or building houses or playing video playing, games? Yeah, playing video games. But I get the I mean I get the I get the fact that everybody should be healthy. So I'm not saying that. I'm just I just I just wanted to know um, if you felt that way. If you like working out with. Your spouse. So what if I didn't work out? Like, where would you... Or if you chose to work out by yourself? No, what if I was like... I work out like a couple times a week, but I just wasn't really into it. Um... Or was that one thing that kind of attracted me to you? Attracted you to me? So I guess the question is, if you were like 20 pounds heavier, would I still find you attractive? But I don't necessarily think that I would be 20 pounds heavier if I didn't work out every day. And I ate hell yeah. You know what I mean? Um, So, would it matter? No, because there are things that I do, for example, I like watching for fun RuPaul's Drag Race, and you don't. And I use that as an example because that is similar to something like fitness or playing video games. Like, you love playing video games, and I don't, really. And so, um, if that's what you love to do, then I'll support it. And if you want to only work out two or three times a week, great. And if you wanted to work out with me two those two times, great. Or if not, then I'd be like, okay. Um, I just would want you to be healthy. I always wanted to know that. Because I'm like, I don't know, maybe because, you know me, I'm so like, like I really live in like, do whatever you want to do space that I don't know if I would, I guess, I mean, I don't know if I would care if you worked out as much, I just, I would be, I would care if you were like healthy, you know what I'm saying? Like if you were going to be getting like heart disease or something, I'd be like, you need, you know what I'm saying? Like that's. Like, if you were just, like, that sedentary, then I'd probably say something. Um, I just want to go Do you like working out by yourself? Or with other people? 
Do I like working out by myself? Um, it's so interesting. <laughs> this might sound really crazy, but well, first of all, in general, I like working out by myself. Like I hate with a capital P passion working out with people. Like I, I can't stand it. Like I think it it distracts me um, for a couple reasons. One, like when I work out, so I'll use, I'll go to you last. When I work out with other people, I'm like I go into work mode. Yep. Like I go into, you know, form. And then if they're doing it wrong, like me or my brother working out the other day, like y'all were on the wrong foot. I'm like, you guys are on the wrong foot. And then I want to turn into Sean T. Right. So then I like to work out by myself because, you know, I either like to work out by myself or I like to be trained by somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's how I like to work out. I don't like working out with people. I don't. I think beef, when I was doing Insanity Max 30, one of the reasons why I liked working out with Todd was because he was on the screen. Like, he was the FaceTime workout. So we didn't have time to sit there and talk. I didn't have time to. There were times where I would look at him through the screen and I'd be like, mind your business or <laughs> whatever to myself. But I didn't like. I liked it because I'm just like, I'm doing my thing. If the camera wasn't on him, I didn't care. But if I, like, I don't like planning time to work out with people. I don't like, wait, you know, like, sometimes we work out with a group of people and, like, not saying that I don't ever hold people up. Like, sometimes I have to go to the bathroom, you know what I'm saying? Or pee at the last moment because I'm nervous or, um, you know, wait for other people. Or somebody's like, I'm finishing something so I need to come. I'm like, because for me... When, I, when it's time for me to work out, I only have a small space of motivation. Like, there's a very small window of opportunity for me to feel motivated. And the minute that opportunity goes away, I'm like, I don't feel like working out. I don't feel like working out anymore, and I definitely don't feel like working out with a group of people because you guys, I'm waiting for you or you're waiting for me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying it's their fault. It could be my fault, too. Um... So that's in general, if I like to work out with people or not, no. Because um, if I'm working out with a group of people, I want to be Sean T, which I think maybe that's something I need to work on. Like, I want to motivate them. I want to, you know what I mean? It's hard for me to, you know, it's hard for you to watch a soccer game and be like... Or it's hard for you to not play tennis and go all out, or me to yeah, not play I'm soccer. I'm saying it's hard for you, when we watch soccer, you don't necessarily... I mean, I could be speaking for you. You don't necessarily enjoy the game, just enjoy watching the game 100% because you can analyze it in a completely different way. Like me and Ennis were asking you questions and like, what's this rule? You know what I'm saying? Which is, maybe you like that. But for me, I'm just saying like, that's your, your expert in that. So it'd be like you, it would be like you playing soccer with a bunch of, even college students that were like maybe D2. Where you'd be playing with them, but like they would, they would touch the ball wrong and you'd be like, you might want to change that, but you still play, but you want to constantly correct because you want them to be better. That's how it feels. When I work out with you, I would say, I'm just being honest. It's like, it's like 50-50. Like 50% of the time, like I want to work out with you and 50% of the time I don't. 50% of the time, the, re- the one reason that I want to work out with you and don't want to work out with you, there, I mean, 
one reason is the same for both. Like, this reason I'm about to say is the same reason I want to work out with you and the same reason I don't want to work out with you. And that's because I end up looking at you. Like, I end up being like, oh, like, he's wearing tights. Like, he's hot. And so <laughs> then I get distracted and then I just focus on, like, you know what I mean? I'm just, like, focused on, <laughs> like, you know, my sexual nature. So then it's fun, but then at the same time, I'm like, I, like, I need to work out and I focus on that. Um, the other reason, one reason I don't like working out, not, I say with you because I'm using that, it's, just, it's the same as for other people because then I want to correct you and I want to be like, ah, like I wish you would do this. But your form is so good now that I don't, I don't have to do it like we did when we first met. But the only reason why I want to work with you is probably for the same reason is because I know you're getting healthy because we're married and I want you to be you know, the best. And then, you know, another reason I do like working out with you is because this actually is another reason I like working out with you and I don't like working out with you because I have somebody to compete against because you're really strong. But then I don't like to do it because I don't like to compete against nobody when I'm trying to get my own workout in. The, the, to be very honest, like, I don't like working out. So... Like, I, I don't like it because I like, unless it's like hard or if it's competition and not, you know, not competition in workout form, but unless it's hard or it's like tennis or soccer or basketball or something, I'm like, it's hard for me to be motivated. Like, that's why I think most of my programs are harder. But when it's dancing, it's different, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, there's a lot of people, I would assume there's a lot of people like me who don't like working out, but they they have to do it or, you I know. hate to work out. You hate to work I out, too. The only reason why I do it is because I want to look good. And I want to feel good. But I hate working out. And I, Yeah, it's funny because I think that's one of the reasons why I actually... It's saying maybe this is dichotomous. I think that's one of the reasons why I love it at the same time, in a sense, is because anything that's like either really hard for me to do or something that's extremely challenging, I like, I have to do it. Like, I'm like, I, I need to do it. Because, you know, that drop yeah, like, if some, like, you know, when I first started playing tennis and you told me I would never hit like a pro, and you meant it. Yeah, I did because at that time I didn't. I didn't. Oh my god, that was so mean. It wasn't, but it, it was. It was honest. And wait, so you didn't think that like you didn't think that I would work extremely hard to be able to hit like a pro? Um. When when did I say that? First year, the second year. Doesn't matter. It does because <laughs> I think a year and a half in or so. I knew the commitment it took, and maybe what I should have said was, you need to be committed. And what I saw over the course of the five years is that you were absolutely committed to it. And so, um, in my honesty of saying you'll never get like a pro, it actually helped. So. Oh my God, I was so mad. I know you were. I was so mad. It didn't even dawn on me because I was like, yeah, big balls. Like, because I knew the theory of 10,000 hours, like, there's no way 
You have to because you didn't think that I would stay commit committed that hard to it. Commit that hard, stay committed that hard, and as in every single day or every other day playing tennis for an hour and a half. Yeah. Why? Because I've never seen anyone do that, and because I knew how hard tennis was. Um, to get to that level, yes. anyway. Yeah, and I've never seen anyone in my life, other than playing soccer, which was over the course of 30 years, excel that fast in such a short period of time and be that committed. I'm not as why this hand is pissing me off. Because, like, I mean, I've hit the ball like a pro before. Like, there's been times where I've hit the ball consistently, obviously not as much as I want to. But that's why I'm pissed at my hand because I'm just like, oh my god, I was like right on the verge of getting to that spot. Like I just knew I was like, I remember I was like that morning. But that's the thing is like that morning I hit so good. But see, that's why I think that this break will be good because you are now seeing things differently. You are not able to play tennis. That's not that going on the court is not in. For lack of a better word, infecting your brain with extracurricular stuff, you're able to watch it, and like I'm actually more excited for you to become really great left-handed because I think some of the some of the things you are doing as a left-handed player will help your right-handedness because because you are having to get your feet into position, you are making better footwork hitting choices than you do when you're at the level you are as a right-handed player, if that makes sense. Yeah. It feels awkward. Not bad. But it... it I mean, it feels... It doesn't feel super awkward. Like, if you... I remember when we were at Indian Wells and I was hitting with Marcio and he was like, hit left-handed, I could barely hit the ball. But then when I was forced to hit left-handed, I'm like, I have to concentrate you know, I have to be extremely committed to make it happen. Yeah, it's, um, it's, uh... It's just like, though, when your dad told us, he's like, you guys shouldn't work together, it's never going to work. I was like, bitch, you know who I am? Can you believe he said that? Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect him to say it. But, but that was like well, that was in our very early stages of getting to know each other too. Mm-hmm. I was like, Bill, you know, you got the wrong one. <laughs> I didn't know him well enough to let me have it. <laughs> I honestly think that doesn't matter. Like, I didn't let him have it. I said didn't. something. You. And I was like, we'll be alright. But something like that. Yeah. But I don't in my opinion about you, it doesn't matter how well you know them. I I don't you always will let people have it no matter what. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but if they're if they're deserved of being let have, you would let them have it. And maybe at that time you're like he wasn't all the way needing to be let have. Wait, but do you know why I let people have it when they need to be let have? Yeah, because... My infamous, my infamous words. You're rolling the carnival, you have it. No. The golden rule. No. 
Well, yeah, golden rule too. Because if somebody was like, if I was trying to be like a smart ass to somebody, I would expect them to let me have it. <laughs> no, I just don't have the time. <laughs> I don't. And I don't have the time. No, it's fine though. Like, I get it. Like, I get, you know, he was coming from a place of like, I think knowing that he and your mom work together and I can think some of the strife and stuff we may have. Not strife, but like, yeah. the, the um, what's the word? The struggles. The struggles that they went through. I mean, we have our struggles. And then I just let you have it. <laughs> you, love, you love letting people have it. No, I don't love letting people have it. I let I love letting people have it when they deserve. To, because I'm because as you know, as a younger person, and you know this because you were teased because you're gay before. I like I you know I think I was probably teased because I was gay. I know one time you know a grown up said something about me in a full of full bleacher of basketball games and said you know you're a fag or something. And I just vow from that point forward, I'm like, or even, you know, from being molested and everything and holding that stuff back, I'm like, mm-hmm. Like, I can no longer, like, I, I no longer can hold back what I have to say to people. But I'm going to follow the golden rule as much as possible, as much as possible, because I'm not perfect. And sometimes, you know, I have to drop a couple. Sean T's Trust and Believe will be right back. Do you want to send texts and motivate your friends? Well, guess what? I have it. It's time. Sean T's Fitmoji. It's Fitmoji by Sean T in the App Store and Google Play. You can send emojis, Sean T emojis. You can send food emojis. You can send fun video emojis. You can send audio file emojis that get to motivate you, your friends, and your family, and you get to send some fun gifts. Communicate with the Shanti Fitmoji, and you will always dig deeper. Come on, y'all! Let's go! Come on! Right then. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When we get in bed at night, we get so hungry. Because our meal, your meal tonight was basically prep foods, which is fine because it's healthy, but it's not. I find that they keep me full for three hours. And it's 11.30, right? Mm-hmm. So you ate at least but why three you, hours ago. But why don't you think it keeps me full? Because... It doesn't keep me full. But it's not a little bit of food. It's about 400 calories. But, I mean, 
outside of prep foods. I'm talking about like in general. It's not because I no. eat prep foods tonight. No, I was just analyzing it today. But typically, babe balls, we're in bed, like we're watching TV and relaxing, whatever. But the last time we ate was three hours ago. And if you go by the three hour rule, it typically means that we should be starting to have another meal right now. So that's why we're, we're hungry. And we choose to eat like sweets and whatever because we're in bed and it's the nighttime. But if we were, it was the daytime, we would be having like pancakes, it was breakfast, or. I wouldn't be having no pancakes. But I mean, like eggs and bacon and stuff like that. So I think that's just something to consider that it's the time of day. But I mean, I just wouldn't have. You consider white raspberry sweets? No, I don't. But this popsicle is only 60 calories. It's made of mostly water and pineapples. And I don't eat, I rarely eat stuff from my secret stash anymore at night. Do you think we, do you think being in a relationship influences your patterns when you sleep at night? Because I swear, I look at you when I get hungry. You're not even paying attention to me. You're playing the game. I hear you, baby. I asked you a question. You didn't answer. Well, you said, I look at you and I get hungry. What was the question I asked? You you asked if being in a relationship with with having a partner, like if there's um, something to do with hunger and the fact that being with me, you're hungry at this time of night because I was... You know how I can tell you ain't paying attention to me? But the because thing is, I you, pay, you can repeat everything I say verbatim. <laughs> you're looking at your phone and you're struggling to find the words. The crazy thing is, is I really was listening. And I hate it when I get told that I'm not paying attention. Because... But you didn't answer my question, though. I asked you a question and you didn't answer. Um... We've been together for almost six years. Yes, I think that it's very possible that the patterns, like sometimes when women's uh, cycles start cycling at the same time, if they're together in a group of women, I think also the patterns of mates, whether they're male-female or female-female or male-male, will start to influence the other whether it's something you look at me and you get hungry or it's 11.30 and we're watching TV and we get hungry or I always like having after dinner treats and you didn't used to and so we do that now together so does that answer your question? why are you being smart? I'm not being smart you you said you said still haven't asked the question so I want to make sure that I, A, let you know that I was listening, B, I answered your question, and C, I want to ask you if that's an answer to your question. Yeah. I just don't know why I get so hungry. So I'm trying to think, because... So what do you think when I tell you... Um, 
It's been three hours since you ate. Honestly? Yeah. I wish you wouldn't remind me. <laughs> like, I'm like, why is he reminding me that? Because I mean, meaning this late. Like, if you would remind me during the day, because you don't remind me during the day. Like, you don't say during the day, you know, after we, ha- we go out for our, like, you know, our normal date lunch or whatever. You don't say to me at 3.30 or 4.30, all right, like you, we haven't eaten three hours, but for some reason when we get in the bed, that's because during the course of the day, you don't say why am I so hungry right now, implying that it's the same time every day we're about to go to bed and you're hungry. I mean that's not the case during the day. During the day when you're hungry, you ask me if I'm hungry and we go get food. But the difference is. You ask that question at 11.30 at night, and I'm trying to let, I'm trying to inform you of the fact that this happens because typically we're in bed and we haven't eaten in three hours. So, of course, we're, I mean, it's natural for us to be hungry, I guess is what I'm saying. What I think is like, I, you know how I looked the other day we were in Seattle and we were looking at what places are like daytime longer uh-huh. like pe- like in Sweden it's daytime longer I'm like I'm, I think it's like I feel guilty for eating at night you know what I mean because it's night but I <laughs> this might be so dumb but I feel like if we lived in Sweden and it was daytime and it was 2am I'm like it's daytime so I can eat I, I so I hear that and I think you a are being silly. I mean, funny like is in that not in a bad way, but you're like you think it's cute and you it'd be too many in the morning. It would still be light out, so you're like, well, of course I'm gonna be hungry and it's okay for me to be hungry. So now, purely because it's dark and we're in this space, the thought is that we're not supposed to be hungry and it's selfish that we are or that it's bad for our body if we are or that um, we shouldn't be eating at this hour when in actuality we have unique a unique life there's Orsi we have a unique life Orsi's in the audience? yeah oh we have a unique life in that I love seeing her we don't eat on a regular schedule. We don't typically eat every three hours. We work out harder than most people do. And our bodies are continuously burning calories, more so than the average human being. So then that says to me, of course there are going to be random times during the day when you and I will get hungry. And in my opinion, it's okay to have a snack or something um, at this hour so that... Because your body is telling you that you need something if you're hungry. Well, I think it's two things. I think that at night... 
I mean, I think it. Hmm? People. No, I think during the day, like, you know, if you eat at one o'clock, you know you can eat again. And the reason why I say you know, well, the reason why I say can, I'm using semantics, is that, you know, as a kid, you were told not to go to sleep on a full stomach because you had a nightmare. I don't know, did you ever hear that? Like, we were told that we shouldn't go to bed on a full stomach because we would have nightmares and so I think that it's almost like a guilty feeling that's why you know years ago when we first well you know I always had like a secret stash you know what I'm saying because I feel like when I was a kid it was like you're not allowed to eat when you go to bed but I'm like I'm hungry yes and I like, you know, well, for me, like, to, to think that I can't eat for nine hours is, I get more like that at night. It's kind of how you get on a plane. You know, we go to get on a plane and you're like, I'm so afraid I'm going to be. Yes. I get that same feeling at night. Like, that's why when we're on the road, uh, I get, I like hoard snacks in my bag because <laughs> I'm afraid there's, to me, there's nothing worse than not than being hungry and not being able to get food. I I think that is the the utmost and annoying because it makes me mad and then I don't want to go to sleep and then I go to sleep and I go to sleep hungry and then I wake up in the I wake up earlier. To me there's not only nothing worse than not being able to eat at night or not having any snacks or food. But to wake up the next morning at like 6 a.m. because my stomach is growling. But I think that, you know, I think for you, you made a point that we work out harder than most people. Mm-hmm. I would just say for me, I work out more than most people. Yes. And I dip, not lifting weights. Like I'm very active and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, oh shit, I forgot what I was saying. You feel like it's okay to eat? Um, what you do or when you do or at this hour of the night yeah I'm like yeah that's the thing like I feel like my eating is justified because you know I tell people well I I think it's true that if you don't eat enough during the day you're going to be hungry at night yes but I also feel like even if I eat every three hours I'm still going to be hungry um that is possible. Yeah, everything. I mean, I, I like. I'm still like. If I wake up at four a.m., I'm. And I didn't used to be a person that like breakfast, but now I'm like, like right now, literally this very second. And I just went and had, you know, raspberries, and I had the perfect bar because it was gluten, it was healthy, and then I had the sixty calorie pop. But I still, like, this very second, if you were like, do you want to go get four eggs and avocado and whatever, I would be like, yup. But the beauty of that is we have eggs and avocado downstairs that we could make up like that. No, I know. I'm and just saying, like, I could still, like, I, could, I still feel like I could eat, like, a whole bunch more. But think about this. Your body is, again, at that three and a half, it's now three and a half hour stage. So you're moving into the 
hungry, not hangry yet, but moving there. But, but you know I'm not even in that three and a half hours. It's like, I, I finished eating dinner at like 9.30. I know I finished eating dinner at 9.30 because I went into... I remember telling you, you know, I have a half an hour left to be downstairs. And your dinner was? I had a whole, the whole thing of watermelon. I had a whole thing of raspberries. And I had fresh food. That is not a little bit of food. Okay, again, let's analyze the food that went into your mouth. Watermelon. 95% water? Right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Raspberries. A high percentage of just pure water. Like, fruit is water. Yeah. And then you had prep foods, which had some sort of carb in it, right? Meaning, was it rice, or which one did you have? I had peas. I don't think it was... Was it black eyed peas? I don't think it was rice. So you didn't... So then, therefore, you didn't have a carb to actually, yeah, like... Yeah, fruit was a carb, though. Yeah, but, but I know that's you water. So, like, there's nothing in your... It is literally... Your body enjoys what you're putting in it, but the f- it's, it's not... There's nothing in there that's substantive... Substantive? That is going to keep you fueled for the typical three hours. But I feel like because now, because of my hand, like, I can't work out the way that I want, I feel... Like, I can't... Eat as much as you want. Well, I feel feel like I can eat as much as I want. I just feel like it's not justified. Like, I... I just can't... It just... I just can't justify eating that many calories. So... And I don't even count calories, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So... Has there ever been a time where you just ate when you were hungry or... Like, allowed yourself to... Wait, what do you mean? Meaning, it sounds like from what you're saying, not only do you feel guilty eating at night because of what you experienced as a child, and then also because of your hand and not being able to work out as much. Um, Has there, I guess, in the last month or so, or maybe I think it's a new, you're in a new spot because when you weren't working out at all for those 17 days, you really cut down on the calories that were going in your mouth. It's great. It's a, a great way to, to keep the body the way it was. And now that you've started working out again, there should be that gentle increase, I think. So has there um, been a point... Like, it sounds like you're restricting your eating because you don't think that you should or you you don't think that well, I just never really, you're allowed yeah I never really had this problem meaning when I did gain 50 pounds the time I did when I was in college I was like I didn't care you know what I'm saying like I didn't care so I didn't really have I didn't stress about gaining the weight until I realized I gained the weight and then once I became you know, deep into fitness, I didn't even, it just wasn't an option, like, I could control the way I ate, you know what I'm saying, like, I know how to control it, I still know how to control it, but, I just want to 
whore. And so I say... Well, I think, you know, the hand thing definitely, you know, kind of get got into my head a little bit. But the it, just going back to, like, my childhood and stuff, because, you know, I was told I can't have... Oh, God, it's five, one. Because... Oh. Because I can't... Um, because I was told, you know, I couldn't eat. And then I just think it just stuck with me. Like, when it gets to be nighttime... I mean, I would literally... Now that I think about it, when I was a kid, I would sneak back downstairs. And because we were so poor, I told you this before, but I would sneak back downstairs and put bread... I would, like, literally bunch it up like a snowball and put it in my underwear just in case someone caught me in the kitchen. I, I get it, because I have done something similar to where I have stolen food to not eat in front of other people. Where'd you steal it from? I, I mean, it happens all the time. Like, I will... But not like a store. No, not store. Like, I'll buy food and put it in my backpack and I don't let anyone know about it because I'm like, I want to I wanna either experience this by myself or I'm afraid to eat it in front of someone else or uh, just uh, so many other exterior factors other than... Guess what? If you want this, why don't you eat it? The other thing is, is like I also say, so let's examine this. You're hungry. You said if you could right now, you would, you know, I assume you would eat like four eggs, avocado, two things of bacon, and, you know, two pieces of toast. Like that, you're envisioning I'm not really going to move the toast, but yeah. So my thought is, why not have that, but only have like two eggs, which are eggs in general really are zero calories. Not really, but they're low in calories because you they're clean calories. How about that? And avocado is a clean calorie. Um, you could have gluten-free half of a bagel that you would be able to get that carb to sustain your body. So instead of having the full four plate four egg double bacon, avocado, two pieces of bread, you could have two eggs, a half of an avocado or a quarter of an avocado, and half or a quarter of a bagel and get that taste and get that nourishment in your body and allow yourself to get it back into like a happy place because you're not struggling with the thought about food, but you're like, have some of the food, but just don't have all of the food. Well, two things. Number one, I'm not eating bread, so the rest of it, it doesn't, I could eat like 10 eggs and yep. the whole avocado and bacon and it, it wouldn't matter. Right. I think the only reason why I'm not going downstairs to eat is because I got to get up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, because I know if I eat, then I'm going to be like, want to stay up for a little bit because my stomach is going to hurt. I mean, you know, I you know, I know how to eat. I just feel like I need to figure this out because my body's always changing. And I don't believe you know, I was I tell people to find their own calculation. I just don't believe that every body needs to eat the same way. I agree one hundred percent. I think it's you know, you gotta talk through it and find your way. I agree. 
100%. But I'm not, like, miserable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I truly... I truly eat whatever I want, for the most part. But I must say, since marrying you, I've had to diminish my my portion control. Because I feel like I eat more times. And it's funny because I think over the last six months to nine months, you have... Yes. I, I don't think you eat enough. No, but I'm saying, I don't eat as many times. I eat less times a day. Yeah. I don't know. I think for the most part, I eat enough, but I don't eat like... But my family's big. Your brother eats a lot. I know. My family, but the thing is, I think the difference with me than most, I think, fit... No, maybe not most fitness people because everybody's different. But I'm not a skinny man that's trying to keep on weight. You know, we talk to a lot of people who are skinny who are like, oh my God, I need to eat a lot to put on weight. That is not me. Totally get that. Like, if I ate what... If I truly ate... Well, I eat whatever I want, but if I ate whatever my head wanted me to eat, you know, I wouldn't eat that way, though. because, Because of how you have trained your body and how you feel, don't you think that there's a point at which you wouldn't eat all of what you wanted anymore? No, I mean, I, but I've already reached that point. Like, I don't, I don't. But that's what I'm saying is that, that the, the fear, and I have it too, is that if I ate everything that I wanted to eat, I would gain weight. And in fact, I have to be conscious of it. But there are times when I will have you know, a donut, and I'm like, I can't have any more. Like, I don't feel like I can have any more because my body's not used to having the donut more than one. Right. Or the other day when we went to Phonuts, you know, I was like, oh my god, I want to eat all these donuts. I tasted yours. I was like, I don't like the taste of this. I'm not gonna eat. I hated that one. I tasted I like another. Yours. I liked mine, and so I had. Um, half of that one I tasted another one I liked that one so I had a quarter of that one and tasted the red velvet one didn't like the taste of that one and the fun thing was I feel like when I left there while I had eaten I felt like I'd eaten like six donuts after the fact I realized I'd only eaten one whole donut yeah I didn't even eat a whole one but but that's because we trained ourselves to not eat that but then it brings up a very interesting question, which we don't have to continue. And that is, you know, with people easily gaining weight, and I, I, you know, like I, like when I talk to people or see people get their story of why they gained a lot of weight, I'm like, I get it. Like I completely understand it, which is why I'm able to like motivate them, but. I don't know. I think food will always be a challenge. I agree. I really... There's a lot... There's a very small percentage of people on the planet where food is not a challenge. Whether it's that they eat too much or they don't eat enough, there are those people that just kind of go through life and just eat what they want and 
whatever they want and it is not a fear or a challenge to them. I think it's a super small percentage. <sighs> Which is... I don't know. I just know I cannot. Like, I refuse to live in a world where, for me, you know, like somebody sent me a Snapchat the other day, and I thought it was amazing. They they had, you know, like the containers that are, like my raspberries are in, like imagine that, like four times bigger, like four squares. And they had every, like, meal and snack or something laid out for the week. Mm. Like, I just, like, I could not. It was meal prep. Yeah, I just, I mean, that, that was amazing. Like, I think that person is amazing. But I would not be able to do that forever. Yeah, I've seen people when they take pictures of Sunday meal prep and I'm just like, uh, that's a lot of work. I, I think it's amazing, but yeah. I enjoy it. Maybe we should hire them to come to our house. But see, I want something different every day. I mean, besides my breakfast and stuff, like dinner, I want something different all the time. Which is why it's hard for me because we don't have a lot of options yeah. unless we were to just cook all the time. Alright, thanks for my counseling session. Mm-hmm. I guess I just, when I hear that you know you want to do something, I think to myself, because you've always taught me, if you want to do something, do it. Yeah, but I can't be going to eat. I can't go get some bread and make some French toast and feel. For me, but the thing is, you gotta understand. Like I want it, you know what I'm saying. But I do not like in the situation that I'm in right now in my life. I, you know, I have to go on stage on Saturday. There's no. I want. It's not even about the way that I look because I know I look fine. You know, not like that. But I need to feel good. Like, I need to feel 100% good about myself. And I and that doesn't make my it doesn't make me feel good. It makes my stomach hurt. And Even if it were, and this is a question, not trying to get you to eat it, but gluten-free bread, would that hurt your stomach? I don't want bread, though. I'm, I only like bread if we go to a really good restaurant and it's good bread, but technically... You know, if I eat bread, it's like rye bread because it tastes like something. Regular bread is dumb. God. To me. But I like gluten-free waffles or gluten-free... I'm not, I'm not really a pancake eater. I crave them once in a while. I guess when I said pancakes, I meant waffles and French toast because you mentioned French toast and I know that you eat waffles. Which is interesting because... the well, I don't eat French toast because there's no, there's nowhere that has gluten-free French toast. <sighs> anyway, tomorrow morning I'm at prep foods for breakfast. I'm not going to spoil the surprise. Boy, you in for a treat. Um, so, first of all, I love you very much. It's not bad. No. <laughs> Why'd you make that face? Because I'm scared when you start up. I mean, something's like, uh, okay. Um, okay, tell me. You love me very much. So, the last My few... feet are sweating right now. Oh my goodness. It should be. But I get it. Um, so, 
my podcast this week was, you know, I wanted to do a podcast this week that was about, you know, not necessarily about pride, mm-hmm. but I wanted people to understand that, you know, in a sense, a gay relationship is like, it's really no different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still two people who love each other and have different levels in a relationship. And so the only way I could do that. You know, obviously, I wanted to base it around fitness because that's what my fans know and love. Mm-hmm. And um, they know and love us. But um, so the question, the, there were two conversations I had with you that I recorded and you had no idea I was recording. <laughs> and the reason why I wanted to do that is because most of the time when we record podcasts, right? Like someone knows they're being recorded. And so, I mean, they could possibly be acting a certain way because they're being recorded and you know me I'm like 100% authentic to who I am sneaky yeah sneaky and authentic to who I am no matter what but um so we had these two conversations and but first I wanted to say oh my gosh I was sick yesterday and you took care of me and it made me so happy that's my my job it was because I but it's not your job it's just I, I, I don't know. I wasn't trying to d- diminish your statement, but you're my babals. Like, <laughs> if you got a hangnail, I'll take care of so, um, So, the two conversations we had were the one when I asked you if you'd like to work out together. Okay. And then the other one was when we were in the bed and we were talking about why we get so hungry. <laughs> like, uh-huh. And I was like, but it was just interesting and fun. But I wanted to... Um, Let me know that you're going to be using them this week. Yes, I am. <laughs> but just to close it out, because I want to give our um, our quote-unquote gay brothers and sisters a message. But I don't want to give just them a message. I want to give everybody a message. So I why think don't you give everybody that message? No, I want you to give it to them. You're being recorded right now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> because it's real. Well, now, apparently now it's not because I know that I'm being recorded. Well, now I know you're going to be. You know, it's a subject that's like all of the subjects are near and dear to your heart, but this is a subject to people who you know um, need some sort of motivation, maybe or maybe motivation in life or motivation in relationships. Either. But it's, I don't need you to, like, gear it toward gay people. It could just be towards humans. Because they had just heard two conversations of us, with us, that were very honest and real. And so, how do you... You know, I think they learned that... They learned definitely that you love working out with me. I love... I don't like working out. They learned... But more importantly, I think, they learned like how in a relationship like two people are different but they still can live together or they learn how like in our other conversation how two people can influence each other in good ways and and they influence each other in nutrition and how hard it is sometimes to like one person might be losing weight so one like you know what I mean like yeah. you and I weigh different weights and we have different eating patterns and you see what I 
what you think I should be eating and how much I should be eating and vice versa. So, um, but maybe you should just leave them with a message of love. I just think it, 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 having struggled for years and was, and I always tell the story just because it is truly the essence of understanding myself and about humans is that I see so many people trying to be something else. And I, I, I myself was doing my best to try and be something and someone else. Mm-hmm. And um, it was exhausting. And I, when I met you and realized that I didn't have to be anyone else but myself, I realized how simple life can be and how, how amazing life can be and that I could live life in color. And so I just, I, I see all these people, humans, whether they're black, white, yellow, gay, straight, transgender, Muslim, um, Jewish, I see all these people trying so hard to do things for other people and because they think that they're supposed to do stuff or be this type of human when all they really need to do is keep it simple and just be themselves. And I think that if they would just be themselves or self or uh, self-conscious, self-aware, self-loving, um, loving, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't put themselves in this world of tornadoes. And I'm, I may be stretching a little bit, but let's talk about the person who shot up the club in Orlando. Like, there have been some things coming out that he may or may not have, you know, dated some people inside his same, you know, same sex, whatever. If this person is struggling with who they are, if they, if they allow themselves to come to terms with it or... Uh, uh, include in their circle of group friends mm-hmm. you know how you say you have the you are the average of the five people um, of around you if you include people around you who care for you and love for you and you have problems within your own life and are able to go to those people and trust and are being loved by those people and by yourself this never would have happened and you know I don't know if that's such a stretch but again it's like uh I, I go to Rabia. I talk about the fact that I went into her house. I was scared. I am an educated person. I was, I don't know, over 40. I, like, I understand life. But I was scared because I was like, what am I getting myself into? Like, who are these people that I see on TV and have such a negative image? And I left there thinking, everyone needs to go to Rabia's house for dinner. Because... <laughs> It was the most amazing, loving experience ever. Yeah, it was amazing. So to be able to live outside my comfort zone and trust you because you brought me in that that space and have a group of people around me that that support and love me, so therefore I am able to support my love and myself, that I can live outside that comfort zone and trust that what I'm doing is gonna be okay and live in spaces that I typically don't live in or live in a space of love and loving myself and loving people around me life is so much 
easier. And that's... I don't know. I always go back to keep it simple, sweetheart. Kiss. Keep it simple, sweetheart. When life gets crazy, go back to the core of who you are. When things are going crazy with you and, and you know, your hand and you got sick and, you know, work gets crazy, my thought is always go back to who the, who you are as a person. But why do, you, why do you think that? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. See, for me, hashtag counseling session. For me, I, I'm, like, you know, I heard you say that, you know, five years ago. You know, and everybody used to joke about when you say kiss, keep it simple. Well, it's supposed to be stupid, but you say sweetheart because you're nice. Um, which I think is nice, too, because I was called stupid as a kid and it pissed me off. But um, for me, it's not... I, and I think for these people who don't trust and believe in themselves or like the guy who killed the, the people in the club... And even for me, it's not that I don't know how to keep it simple. Like, I can keep my life simple. Like, I'm able to keep my life simple. I think it's trying to manage the people around you that... I mean, look, some people out there are the problem child, and they need Mm -hmm. to understand, like, we've all been the problem child before. But at this point, I think, you know, maybe people who listen to our podcast, they are... Um you know like if I'm if I'm trying to get past something sometimes the people around me are the ones that's making it difficult and I think like this guy who committed this crime you know his I think I heard something like his dad says something or the guy who he supposedly was having a relationship with said that his dad was saying you know if these guys are gay they should be killed and so I, maybe he knew he was gay or maybe he didn't but he was like well if I should die then everybody should die you know and yeah. then went and blamed it on ISIS which is not the point here the point I'm saying is like even when I'm struggling like I'm able to I'm able to eliminate everything and everybody around me and you know that like I'm able to do it and I'm completely fine with it yes and I'm like and I'm cool um I just think that the people around you either don't accept that you need to keep it simple for your life. And, and, and I would say that, that yes, exterior factors come into play 
everywhere in everyday life and it's about having the and uh, trusting and believing in yourself and and maybe every day when you get up you have a moment to yourself and say okay I'm gonna worry uh, not worry about me but in those times when it gets tough or I have to make a hard decision or whatever and I get you know in a tornado or I don't know what to do I have to go back to the core of who I am and understand who I am so that I can help myself get back to a calm place or or uh, a center, if you will. And I don't believe, like, I'm not one to be like chakra and like, you know, uh, you know, I'm going to do some ohms and whatever. I'm just like, go back to the basics and understand what you, who, what you want and what the goal is of the situation that you're in and wipe away all of the craziness because it can be crazy um, and try and make a decision that is that is most positive for you and the situation. Because when you wipe away all that smoke and mirrors, it really is a simple decision. When you literally take out the fact that you got this person saying this and this person saying this and you don't want to make this person mad and you don't have the money to do this or whatever, if you wipe away all that stuff and go to the core of the, the situation that's in front of you, the decision is easy. It's just about understanding that process and it's about understanding, you know, this isn't going to happen overnight. Like, I find this to be difficult. Like, I get distracted there sometimes when I do things and it pisses you off and you're like, what did you do that for? And I, when I realized it, I'm like, ah, shit, like, I just regressed or I just did something that I used to do that I, I, I made a impulse decision that I shouldn't have or whatever. And so I pull myself back to center and, and you know, take care of it. But... It's about, I don't know, it, it, as much as it is a journey for people to start you know, their fitness journey and start working out or starting healthy and whatever, this isn't something that happens overnight. You have to be conscious of it and aware of who you are and then take baby steps because you want to, not because you have to, because you want to. You, because you, take, you, know, you start drinking water every day instead of drinking soda. You, you know, do... You walk the stairs at work instead of taking the elevator. You, um, in the midst of something crazy in a conversation with a friend or a coworker, or whatever, you realize that this conversation is going the wrong way and you need to bring it back to, you know, the point at hand. I don't know. I said a lot, but it, it's just about having that confidence and trusting and believing whether you believe it or not and the, and the trust in who you are, that what you know and do is going, the decision you're going to make is going to, um, the decision you're going to make is in good and, and there's no spite and there's no, like, you're doing this for a purpose. You were rambling, but it all had a purpose. <laughs> well, my goal was to, is to help others because, and. But that's the thing. I mean, it, I think, I mean, I know everything you said made sense. It's just. You know, we're in a very weird situation as gay people because, you know, even, you know, when we go, when we went to the hospital last night or just anywhere we go, you know, we live in a state where, you know, people drive around that aren't very liberal, you know, so we don't know what's going to happen when we walk into, you know, every time we went to the hospital, you know, it was a complete shock to us, like, we made friends with the doctor. We made friends with the nurse. You know, but we I made friends say, with the um, 
servers. But, you know, we live in a place that before I came here, I thought was going to be, you know, you hear about, you know, I mean, we still, you drive around and you see people with the American flag and they're just like, you know, I hate Obama. So regardless of whether, who you want to vote for, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> like yeah. I'm in for it, yeah. you know? And I'm like, I'm in another kind of hood now. Yeah. But, but let's take that with, with just whether you're Mormon or whether you're black or you're Hispanic or Latino or whatever going like that, all of those experiences that you just described us walking into the hospital last night past those admission doors. I was wondering if that woman was going to stop me and say, who are you and why are you going with him? Because you're not allowed to be back here. And I would be like, he's my husband. And, and, and her to say, well, it, you know, we don't allow that here or whatever. So I still go through that every single day when I walked up to the urgent care woman and she said, you know, can I help you? And I said, my husband is sick and he was, you know, and, and for her, I'm wondering what her face is going to say or what she's going to be like. Oh, we don't take you guys here or something. So whether you're any, whether you're just being a person, there's always going to be that chance of uh, uh, persecution or um, someone thinking opposite of who you are, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, you know, uh, it, 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 or an independent. I think it's common to everyone, not just, and I know you know this, not yeah. just as a gay person. Well, I know it is because when I went to the Apple store the other day, I met, you know, the, the, um, I don't know what they call the Apple store. The worker, like the helpers? Yeah. The, <laughs> I hate the, the word the helper. genius store people. Yeah. The guy... The Employees. Yeah. But anyway, so he walked up and I immediately knew he was, I immediately knew he knew I was Shanti. And so I was like, okay, like it's fine. And, you know, whatever. And so he, he you know, he's like, I just got married and, so, and whatever. And so it's so funny, you know, he started talking about his wife. And I'm never one to be like, to not say my husband or to tell people you're my husband. But, this is my fault, what I'm about to say, in my judgmental state. You know, I immediately was like, okay, we are in an area where it's mostly Mormons. And so I don't judge them. I'm like, I would go have dinner with them, obviously. But I'm not going to bring up my husband because I don't know if I'm going to get turned away. Or I don't know if they're going to try to, like, preach to me. And maybe I do that because my grandfather did that as a pastor. You know, we, he would start preaching to everybody, so... And then I was just like, you know, in true Sean T fashion, I was like, I ain't gonna stop. I was like, I ain't gonna stop saying who I am to somebody else, you know. Well, you know, I never do it. But you had that moment. You had that, like, literally that choice, and we can just narrow it all down to this. I can be someone else. I cannot talk about my husband or whatever because I'm concerned about what that other person will say. Or I can be myself and trust and believe in who I am. And know that I am. My only intent is to be myself. And if that person has a problem with it, that's their problem. But but being yourself got you into a wonderful conversation with right. this person. And right? he was, yeah, and he was like, um, so we we kept talking, and he was, you know, but he definitely prolonged the session because, you know, I was there, and he was a huge fan, and I just loved it because I thought he was like super nice and yeah. like his. His his coworkers were like kind of laughing because 
you know, whatever. And he was like, I'm complete fanboying right now. <laughs> and he was like, my wife would be so, you know, happy that you were here and stuff. And this is, you know, after I told him, I was like, well, you know, Scott from T25, he's my husband or whatever. And he was like, he, I don't know exactly what he, why he told me he was Mormon, but he told me he was Mormon. And then, so I was just like, okay, okay. And then, um, but the interesting thing was that he said to me, as it was like we were wrapping up, he was like, anything else could happen today, and my, this would still be the best day of my life. And I was like, oh my God, like I almost died. <laughs> like, because I was just like, that is, because I went in think well, I didn't go in thinking, but I, at some point in that conversation, I was like, oh, am I going to have to not mention this? To yep. being like judgmental and it turned out to be the complete opposite because he said you know I need to work out a lot I was like well don't let me get your phone number because I'll call you <laughs> and he was like oh my god like you know you were like he was fanboying and I loved it because I was kind of fanboying back on the inside because I was just like you know just prove that you can't prejudge people like you can't prejudge transgender people you can't prejudge straight people, gay people, Republicans, Democrats, like, you just can't prejudge them, you know, because you never know what's going to happen in that one-on-one conversation. And, you know, you can always get out. As much as this was an amazing conversation, you chose to be yourself, and it turned out to be an amazing conversation. The conversation could have gone the exact opposite way. It could have been a horrible conversation. You would have left that store, you know, angry. But you chose to still live in your person you're being you're who you are and and that i think is i hate like re-emphasizing to me that is the message i'm trying to make to anyone who wants to listen if they if people want to try and begin that path of making their life better understanding who they are knowing that you have flaws and and accepting that and and knowing that you have amazing features about yourself and if you live by the golden rule, which is treating people how you want to be treated, that and there are going to be great days and there are going to be bad days. But all in all, being yourself is an amazing is, is an amazing thing, and life, trust me, will be so much better if you do that, trusting and believing in yourself and who you are. It's so hard to motivate people to understand where your brain is coming from after you've been through such a yeah. you've been through that like we've been through that and yeah. now we realize that if we just keep it simple that you know things will work out in a much better way anyway I love you <laughs> I love you too I want to give a huge shout out to Todd Midget. You can find him at NC Fit Club on Instagram and Facebook. Another huge shout out to Alex Colorado. You can find her at Alex0REO on Instagram. They're both great. They help me with the podcast and they help us always trust and believe in who we are to get the message out that you have to know that you can do it. Check, check, one, two, three, check. For more support, visit me at facebook.com slash Fitness. Same on Instagram and Twitter. Or visit me at shantyfitness.com for more support and more motivation.